and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. While our conversations focus mostly on our favorite spirits, please remember that having a solid financial plan can help you avoid feeling as though the volatile stock and bond markets are driving you to drink. Yes, today's episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk is brought to you by Axiom Financial Strategies Group, which is a financial planning-based wealth management firm that serves to maintain our clients' paths to financial success, happiness, and overall well-being. Axiom's mission is to help individuals and families of all size grow and protect their wealth through an objective, thoughtful advice anchored in deep subject matter expertise. If you have a financial plan but are lacking confidence that you will achieve your goals or would like assistance in developing a financial plan, please reach out to the Axiom team at 812-913-7701 or email them at contactus at axiomfsg.com. Please remember to drink and invest responsibly. Axiom Financial Strategies Group, LLC, is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Axiom and its representatives are properly licensed and exempt from licensure. Today, we are back in the Brock Bourbon Bar. Son of a buck. Where am I at today? Anyway, we are back in the Brock Bourbon Bar, and we are just chilling like a villain, not bugging, illing, or stilling, and we are doing a Knob Creek review. And uh, what we've got here is the Knob Creek 12-year, the 15-year, the 18-year, and I wanted to get a little crazy, and I wanted to throw out a long-term, like 14-, 15-year-old Knob Creek single barrel against these extra-age Knob Creeks and see where it see where it fared, I guess would be the best way to put it, against the what they're calling their premium releases. So that being said, we got Mr. Jared in the house. What's up, brother? What's going on? Nick, the host, Good with evening. the most. And then what's up, Mr. Carl? Nothing much. I'm glad to be here. Good deal. Good deal. So, fellas, let, let, let's dive in. The first one we're going to drink is going to be the 12-year Knob Creek 100 Proofer, the old, uh, what I like to call the Navy the Navy label. Man, I can't talk today. What's up no, with that? you cannot. You haven't even been You think I've been yet. drinking. That's what I'm saying. I've not, not even been drinking. Maybe First I, sip of the night coming up. Maybe I had a stroke while I was on the <laughs> field trip today. I don't know. So I, I did an adult field trip today for people, for a little uh, charity organization I do charity for. But we, nice. we do adult field trips twice a year, and it basically tells you history, heritage, economic impact, and all the cool things that are going on in southern Indiana at the time. So kind of a neat thing. That's pretty sweet. And if you're an Indiana resident, I tell people you should, if nothing else, you should talk to your boss, tell them you need off for the day, pay the money and come, because it's just kind of fun. That sounds like a blast. It's like 300 bucks, but it's re- they feed you breakfast, lunch, you know, and then sometimes we have some really cool special treats. Like uh, in the spring this year, we did we did that one, and it was at Huber's um, was the for lunch, and we also got to do a tour and a tasting while we were there. And then it, we finished the night at uh, Distillery 64, the little uh, cocktail place in downtown New Albany. So we got that place is cocktails sweet. for the end of the night. So you got two cocktails, dinner and, I mean, lunch and breakfast and a, a fantastic day, basically, of, you know, people talking to you, telling you what's going on in the community and all that type of stuff for, for like 300 bucks. So That sounds like a great deal. It is. It's a really good deal. So anyway, 12-year. What do we got, fellas? I, you guys are over sniffing, huffing. What do we got? What, what do we got on the nose? Vanilla? I got, I got some vanilla. Vanilla? I was thinking the two main things I was just picking up just very broadly were sweet and raw. I was getting kind of like that dark brown sugar with a little hint of vanilla or that vanilla bean. Or yeah. some yeah, roasted yeah. nuts or something. 
on an open fire. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting. Hey, we have not hit Thanksgiving fire. yet. Get that out of here right now, dude. I, I Christmas is for me. It's the after Halloween. I'm good. Yeah, I, but I, I say, can start it. That one uh, radio station as soon as Halloween's over, yeah, it's already going. Starts playing it. Yep. So. So, so my youngest child loves Michael Buble, so it instantly, like I said, as soon as Halloween's over, Christmas begins. Bubbly? Trans-Siberian. Yeah, bubbly. <laughs> bubbly. See, I'm not, that, I'm not that dude. I'm old school. Like, I, I like Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, Gene Autry. Like, oh, I, I have all those records and the... The Elvis ones. Yeah. I like the Trans Siberian too. I don't. I, I need. I need. I need lyrics with mine, man. My mom has the. Um, has the. Nobody cares about your mom. This thing for Trans Siberian. <laughs> I do. The CD. I'm just ignoring it's the him. same CD I have. It's like a DVD. It's got a whole like. It's like oh, a whole I just have music the CD. video thing. It's for, right. for for me, I have to at least once a year watch the Trans Siberian Orchestra with the house lights to Wizards in Winter. That's fair. So, so I'm getting the vanilla, and I get maybe just a hint of the of the brown sugar, but I, I I'm not really getting. I mean, the rye is more prevalent on this one to me, like as far as holding through on the nose. Do you almost get like a bit of some like earthy tones in there too? What's that? Like some earthy tones in I there? I think that would be yeah, the rye. that would be part of the rye. Well, but I mean, aside from rye, is what I meant. Like, yeah, I like, would I would I would equate it probably to like some kind of like uh, baking spice. Like a, maybe yeah. a little bit of clove or nutmeg or cardamom or something like that. I'll say after taking a pull of it and then going back to the nose, I, I see where you're getting that because at first it was just really that sweetness, mm-hmm. that brown sugar, the vanilla was very prevalent. But now it's coming back to a little bit more of that rye, a little, fl- I don't know, I won't say floral, but it's just kind of like like a hint of that at the end. I had the same thought where I thought it was a little floral and that's where I was trying to figure out if, if I was getting floral or a little non-rye earthy note is yeah, what I was trying to I'll go to back to that baking spice slash, so I'll say yes, a little bit of honeysuckle. I will say that, but I'll say that, like to me, especially after taking a little pull of it, I think you got maybe more of like a cardamom. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like like that 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 the, what I call the rough edge of the apple pie spice or pumpkin pie spice. So strong oak note on the back on the back and on the finish. See, I, I think it's got some oak, but I don't think it's strong. Well, I'm talking on the finish though, not on the not yeah, on the nose. I mean, I mean, it's it's more of that linger. It's, it's a lingering oak. Yeah. I don't, I don't, know I don't think it's very strong I don't, or I don't, potent. I don't know that it's as much oak as it is just that that raw still that earthy note that that you undertone. Think? I think it's more the rye than the oak. Yeah, I, to me, I mean, it's got some oak, but maybe if you call it seasoned wood or something like that, maybe not oak. <laughs> Hot, yeah, seasoned wood. <laughs> I mean, are we uh, making a fire out here or something? Yes, We're rubbing, two, rubbing, rubbing two sticks together. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, that worked for me one time. I mean, I, I, I could see your personal where you, life. I don't want to know about. <laughs> I could see where you'd say it's oak. I just don't. I, I'm not. I'm not buying on that one. Now, maybe as yeah, we go on in yeah. the night, I could see that. Absolutely, uh, you, you know the the twelve year has a great profile for it for where it's at. I do like the mid palate on it a lot. It's it's got some good flavors to it. Um, the mid palate just hangs a lot. It does. It, it it's better. It's longer than the finish, and the the front doesn't have a ton. It's just got that sweetness. It actually even has a little bit of corniness to it. Slight as you right. that sweet part of the corn, right? Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. That front palate, there's nothing much there. Even though you smell that sweetness, you're not getting much on the palate. Smelling what the rock is cooking. All right. So this 15-year. So this is where I expect the oak to start picking up a little bit. But then again, like to me, a 15-year-old bourbon, sometimes they can be extremely well-balanced, and you don't always get a lot of oakiness. Oh, I, I you get like get... leather or some other things, but let's see. On the nose, I am getting a lot more vanilla. 
it's like a heavy vanilla for me. Yeah, a lot less sweetness, but more vanilla bean or something. Yeah, I, I could see some vanilla. See, I'm getting more of like those other sweet notes, like the caramel or some toffee. Yeah, I get that kind of hint of toffee in there. Yeah. Maybe like a sweet cigar. See, I get a lot yeah. more caramel on this one. A little one. tobacco. Yeah. yeah. I'm a day late and dollar short, but I get a lot more caramel on this one than the first one. You know what? This this actually smells very close to if you've ever had an uh, acid blondie cigar. Hmm. No, I, I don't not. know that I've had the blondies. No. I've had a, I've had quite a few of the acid cigars, but I don't know that I, the blondies from any of the other ones that I've tried. It's the very. It's probably the lightest one uh, because that was actually the first one that I gave Barbara. It's and the Barbara special. It. Oh yeah, <sighs> the Barbara special. You almost get like a little bit of a, and maybe this is where you come up with toffee, but a little bit like a bready note. Uh, like, I, not like not like um, dough bread, but like it's almost like a like a caramel glaze on like like a piece of like I don't want to say toast, but. Think of, like that. think of it this way: Have you, have you guys ever opened up a bag of Werther's Original? Just opened it and just no, took a I'm big. Not huff. that old. <laughs> and this is why we can't have nice Damn. things. <laughs> okay, I, I get what Jared's coming from, and I'm going to tell you this, and hopefully, you, this is what you're picking up by saying that. Like a like, like a caramel bacon donut, like that caramel or like that sweet like maple bacon donut that that kind of flavor is that what you're talking about i could see that yeah yeah yeah. i think that's kind of more what i'm getting at i'm getting more leather for me so i get a lot of leather too but uh, but there is some sweetness to it oh, yeah. and when you dive into that sweetness especially on like the the mid palate to me it's almost like that maple syrup or like that caramel donut like that 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 sweetness how those two kind of counteract with each other or and feel interact. free to totally call me out on it and say i'm no, shit. no, no, but, I'm not. But yeah, no, no, you're good. I'm just saying. You said bready, and when you said bready, I'm like, like, dude, I don't get any kind of bready note. I don't get any, especially when I was smelling it. But then when I tried it, I was like, oh, on the mid palate, I, I do get like where you could maybe get like some of that like donut, like because I've had some of those like I, I think they're maple actually though, but yeah, they're the maple, maple, maple glaze. So the maple glaze or maple bacon. That that's what I kind of get. Maybe a little remnant, remnant, reminiscent of that. I guess it'd be what it was. What I would say. I could see maybe a little. In his comment towards the bread, like a pumpernickel or something, where that has a lot of rye to it, maybe. You know, I, I maybe that, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't eat rye bread, so I would be probably the last person that would probably pick up one of those notes. I love now, pumpernickel. This has a weird, sweet and savory almost taste to it. Yeah. It, it's got an odd finish, too. I was thinking a very sweet finish. But still not a ton of oak. Like, no, no, no. There's Actually, I was expecting this a lot of oak. This seems a lot more not. mellow than the uh, 12-year. To me, there's not as much. The finish doesn't last as long. Is the proof the same? They're proof the same. Yeah, they're both 100 proof. Wow. Until we get to the single barrel, they're all 100. Even the 18 is 100? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. But yeah, there's it's that weird sweet and savory that I don't know why that I'm getting that, but I am. A little leather, a little tobacco. Yeah. Yeah, this one's, I don't know. It's unique for sure. I don't know. That 100 proof, it's a... My problem is, is that a lot of times when I drink Knob Creek, if it's not a single barrel, because of the, the way that they water them down, in my humble opinion, I feel like that rye taste just hits the front of your tongue, and it's really, really hard to to differentiate those your mid palate from your from your front. Like that's the one thing I have some trouble with. You guys can try it with water; that's fine. You can add water to it. I just, I, to me, these are already watered down enough. I mean. I'm just, just a little curious. curious. Yeah, I'm absolutely. That's be curious. Curiosity I'll, I'll be curious with you for <laughs> yes, the sake God. for the sake of science and for the sake of the podcast. I'll just throw a drop of water in this and see what it does. Yeah, Come on, DJ Jazzy Jaznov. Oh yeah, this is this, that's it, just rye. This tastes almost like one of their regular ryes. Yeah, 
Not not like the double oak or no. rye or anything. The sweetness comes out from that from that rye note too, though. It's like more of that sweetie sweet rye on the nose, at least. Hmm. That's weird. Let me let me dive in and get a little sip here. What are you getting, Jared? You 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 look you look perplexed. It's just it's. I think it's just that that rye comes forward, but it's such a it's an interesting rye. Like, it's almost it's like not that willow that you gave me. See, I wouldn't think. I don't. I don't think it's different than that. It's like a. I don't know. Maybe it's the. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it. I do. It's. It is very sweet. When you said the sweetness, right before that, I was thinking it's very sweet. When you add that, so rye on the front, the mid palate is uh, still some of those sweet notes. It's weird. It's a real soft, subtle sweetness, though. Almost like a. And we've talked about this a couple of times, like that, like a creme brulee or like a custard or you know something like that that's had the char on it. Because uh, I feel like the char is coming in a little bit more now in the mid palate since we added water. No, I I agree with that. I, I still get it kind of that linger in the back. That's kind of a little rye ish. Like cranberries linger. Like, do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? Am I too young for this reference? <laughs> yes. yes, yes, evidently, <laughs> evidently. Morgan probably knows it. <laughs> yeah, no. Never mind. She's dead. She doesn't know. <laughs> She's dead. I think I'm probably the tail end. I, I, I between my ears. I actually waited for her to kind of, if she would have listened to any of the prior podcasts, for to say it wasn't me. That's right. It wasn't me. Sometimes something, something on the counter. It wasn't me. That's what that made me think of. I don't know. That's All what right. you were going for. I'm That's diving in this 18 year, man. I'm still getting a lot of vanilla on this. So I get some vanilla, but dude, this is straight up. This is oak. This is oak. This I, is I, leather. This is rye, so it's got some of those like uh, floral notes that are synonymous with Knob Creek. It smells awesome. It does have some caramel. I enjoy the smell a lot. I think I get this a, might be my favorite smell. I my get a little. Nose. I get a little underlying char to the smell. I mean, I still get that hint of vanilla bean yep. on the on the front. I get. I don't know if it's oak, but I would say seasoned wood, something like that, that wood yep. wood note, and then you get a kind of like a, a little bit of a deep char. Yeah, definitely get some of that char. Does anyone know what char level they do for these barrels? Uh, I think they're pretty standard with three. I mean, okay. that's just kind of seems to be G- Beam's uh, kind of general forte. Forte. I think they're, most they're, people use three. <laughs> most places use three. Some places will do blends of threes and toasted heads or threes and fours on the heads, um, different things to that nature. Um, but uh, Beam is pretty consistent, if I remember correctly, with using a char level three. And I think, if I remember correctly, I think they use mainly either Kelvin or ISC. So I'm not 100% certain, but I think that it's one of those two that they're pretty consistent with. Now, one of the things I've noticed from this is that there's a slight bitter on the nose right at the end. Yeah. I think think that's part of that floral, though. I think it translates to the palate a little bit, too. Yeah, there is some bitterness to the tail end of it. Just... It, I got a weird note there, right at the very end, right at the tail end of it, as you were talking. I'm sorry, that's what it, that face was. Like, I'm still tasting, and I've rinsed my mouth out. I still get, like, a uh, caramelized marshmallow or something to that effect. Yeah. It's a. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I could, I could see where you're coming from. I I would, uh, instead of caramelized, I would actually say, like, a like a burnt marshmallow. Yeah. That like, worked. the one you catch on fire and you blow it out after it's been, yeah, exactly. You the wave it in ones. the air for 13 minutes. <laughs> the best ones. But there is some dark chocolate in this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, there's, there's a hint this is back chocolate. Yep, there's a little bit of chocolate. Um, this was that your weird note? Honestly, this up? one's probably the most complex of the three we've had so far, as far oh, yeah. as like it's got some stuff coming in from all angles. It's still a lot of rye though, man, and you definitely get a lot more oak. To, oh yeah, the oak is there, and it's and the oak is all mid palate to the finish. Like it's yes. it's very 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 prominent. 
it lingers to me better on the mid palate than the other two. Yeah. Yeah. This one, it, it hangs in there like a hair in a biscuit for sure. I don't know. I, I, it, I think I like the other two better so far. And that's fine. I, I didn't say I liked it the best. I said no, no, that to no, no, me it's I the know. most complex of the three so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it's, there's, I don't know. I guess it's just the oak in there that's what's throwing Tip. me off. You or feel something. like it's a little bit off putting? A little bit or something. Maybe is that kind of like that oak char bitter note that you're. It might be. It might be. I don't mm-hmm. know. Truthfully, how many 18 year old bourbons or whiskeys have you had? You make a valid point. I was, I was real scared. I'm glad you said bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where I was going. And that how was many 18 year olds have you had? Well, it depends on how old I was. And there goes the podcast. <laughs> Straight. It would have been, been really long ago. Yeah. They haven't got no. I mean, I've been married since I was nineteen. So, man, I've been married after, since after the, I was twenty six. I put a little bit of water in this, and it just—it's just the rye just explodes, um, and it almost like takes over. Like it almost doesn't even nothing else almost comes through. There's just a subtle sweetness, almost like a little bit of the corn pops because these are obviously high corn, high rye. But I don't know. Now, one thing I noticed that whenever my third pull before I added water. That chocolate note really started to become more prominent. Yeah. I just really wish it had some kind of like a citrus or something to kind of marry with that chocolate or something to kind of give it a little bit of love. I tell you, it that finish though just hang like you said, hangs it like does. a hair and biscuit biscuit. I mean it's just hanging there, man. Business. 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 <laughs> Business. It's hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. You get you gotta learn that one, man. That way you can use it at work. It's hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. There you go. We got you. Now you can use that at work. I definitely prefer that without water. Yeah, 100%. It's way better without water. That rye is just way too forward. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. It's amazing how much these are switching. Uh, is this a high rye bill? Yeah, so they're all of them are high rye. I mean, right. they're high corn, high rye. I mean, that's kind of the way, you know, that, that Jim Beam Knob Creek rolls. So the last one is a single barrel. It's 14 years, three months old. It's an O. Sully's pick? Yes. yes. Out of uh, Georgetown. Georgetown. Oh, Georgetown. Little B shop. No, I know exactly mm-hmm. where it is. Yep. First I thought it was Sully's, like like the old downtown bar. No, not mm. there. No, no, no. Oh, this this is their Irish cousin. Jeez, Eloise. Jeez, Eloise. Cousin. I'm pretty sure Sully's was an Irish, Irish pub. Bar. Well, <laughs> this is their more Irish cousin. Because you put an O before it. Damn straight. I'm sorry, so, all Irish listeners. So got some got some caramel slash toffee. Got it's got some sweetness there. The rye's coming through, but I tell you what, it's a, it's more of a sweet rye than any of the other three that we, that we sampled so far oh, on yeah. the nose. The toffee's a lot more prevalent to me. Yeah, I've noticed that there is uh, the other three. There was a prevalent vanilla somewhere in there, not not you know varying of high to low, right? And I'm not really getting any vanilla on this whatsoever. No, no. I, I think the sweet to rye balance in this is a lot. It's a lot. Well, it's a lot more balanced. It's a lot. It. I like it a lot more. I'm, I'm afraid when I drink this, and I don't want to. I don't want to influence your palate, but I, I think I'm getting almost with the rye that's coming through. I'm getting more of what I would call that textured rye, which is almost minty. But I, I don't know if it comes through on the palate. I'm going to try it here in a second. You, you've already had a pull on it. So what? What are you picking up on that, Nick? You know, I it's I don't want to call it a mint, but it is some. There is a floral hint that's hitting like to the top back of my throat, and I'm trying. You know, I, you know, I don't want to call it mint. You know what? It's almost well. It could be a mint. It could be like the 
type of mint that you get at Olive Garden. That little b- chocolate the mint. The Andes mint? Yeah, they're an Andes mint. Okay, right. I didn't know what it is. Yeah. But it's that chocolate mint combo, that little... That combo, because that's actually one of the mints that I can actually try, that yeah. I actually like. You don't like mint? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I can eat an Andy's mint or like spearmint gum. Like those are the two mints that I can pretty New much York's. tolerate. New York, no. Okay. It's too, too, too abrasive. Um, even Girl Scout cookies, like I, I, oh, I, I, I really don't like thin mints. Like I will, thank eat, you. I will eat them in a pinch. Like if it if it's the last cookie on the table and I just want something sweet, I will I will eat a, a thin mint. But other than that, I I leave them alone. They're not Samoas. My They're not my favorite. Tagalongs. <laughs> Tagalongs. Samoas. Samoas for sure. It's yeah. Peanut butter ones, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Tagalongs are good. Don't get me I wrong. But it, I, but what I will say is this, and, and you're not old enough to know this, but Tagalongs are so much worse now than what they were. Oh, they're hundred percent worse. Ago. You go to Aldi's, they they have their version of Tagalongs. Yeah, way better. I yeah. think the way cheaper. are worse compared. Yeah. I to think all of them are worse, but a child. The Samoa seems to be the most consistent of the Girl Scout cookies, and I don't know how we got on Girl Scout cookies. Oh, because I said something about mint. Yeah, <laughs> like, how, how do we get on Girl Scout cookies? How do we get to A to C? <laughs> so I I don't think it's mint on the palate. I really don't. What I get is something totally different, <laughs> like a clove um, or something. No, nah, no, no, no. It's a, it's a baking spice. Like it's a, almost like a florally baking spice. But I, it, for me to pick it out right now, I, I I can't decipher it. And I'll be honest with you, I've I've had a little bit of a head cold the last couple of days, so I think that Maybe might both. be what's what's kind of causing part of that. But there's a lot more caramel in this one than the other. Yeah, there's a, this is a caramel bomb. It's got tons of caramel. It's got some tobacco. You don't really taste the oak. No. To me. You know, that might be what it is. That if you smell the old menthol cigarettes. Oh, God. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. Because we were talking about tobacco yeah. and all that. Like, to me, like, almost maybe that's what that mid-palate is, is like that, what, what I would reminisce in is like, and it's not even reminiscent, it's just like that kind of how I would imagine a menthol cigarette would taste. Like the old I, Salem... Uh, like a Marlboro mint, you know, uh, or Newport's mints. I don't know. Yeah, they I, make, they <laughs> make they, it's just menthols. Yeah, menthols. Just whatever the menthols are, right? But to me, yeah, that's what, like, it's almost like what I would imagine what that tastes like. My grandmother smoked them. Oh. Now, now, let me throw this out here. Say about, what about possibly some undehydrated tea? I, I can see that possibly. Because it, it would be more of like those those fresh herbs than the dehydrated that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I have no idea. I've, I've, I've never smelled that stuff, but I've never drank it, so I couldn't tell you on that. But there's all there's all kinds of stuff going on here for real. I mean, it's it, it's 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 it, 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 this or the 18 is the most complex now. I would agree with that because I even get a little bit of chocolate. There's I get a little, a little bit, bit of that marshmallow. There's some toffee in there. It's definitely toffee and caramel. Yeah, a little bit of vanilla, but not as prevalent as the other three were. To me, there's a little less. So how much do you think one drop of water to 120 proof would really like? What, what do you what do you equivalently? What do you think it would drop it down? It depends on how much you had in there, right? Yes. Well, yes. It's percentage. So, so are you, you compared to like that? Yeah. I would say it probably drop about five proof. Not even that much. Okay. You're talking like two or three. Probably three. Okay. Okay. So that's what I was wondering. I was wondering how much you would have to really add I'm, to make like a significant significant I'm going to take mine to what I think would be about 100 proof based on what I've got in here left in my glass and how many drops I put in there and I'm going to I'm going to compare it to what I think 100 proof versus all the other ones being 100 proof. See, I only put two in there just cuz no, really I would add like two more, Jared. Yeah. Maybe three. Let me start with this kind of Yeah, I mean you can, but I I I, I don't think you're oh, anywhere near 100 proof yeah. at that point. Yeah. I don't well, think I wasn't trying to get to 100 proof. I was just trying to drop it down a little bit just to see what happened. Gotcha. It brings out the oak a little bit to me, you know. 
So I could say that, but it's also a lot sweeter. I mean, a whole oh, lot yeah. sweeter. Like it's even more sugar, a little bit more of the corn, almost like a like a like a sweet cornbread on the nose. That's what I say. The rice lingers slightly just in the back, but you're right. It's more corn forward, at least for me. It doesn't stay on the front of the tongue or the mid. It's all in the back. Mm-hmm. It's all where the tonsils are. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it just and it lingers. You you feel that kind of heat linger. But it's not bad lingering. Mm-mm. It's not like uh, I think it was the fifteen for me. It lingered a little weird for me for some strange reason. Yeah, I don't know. I all of them really popped rye except for that last one. Popcorn after yep. the water. Yeah, after the water. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, listen. I I thought they were all good. I don't know that any of them were great. If I was going to pick my favorite and then my least favorite. I would probably go. Man, it's real hard. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take them neat because really only one of them changed enough with with water to where I would say it was better. So I'm gonna take them all neat. I'm gonna put the Osoli single barrel first. I'm gonna go with the 15 year Knob Creek second, the 18, then the 12. I'm I'm gonna be the Osolis, the 12, then the 15, then the 18. Okay. Are you okay? Uh, I'm going to buck you all because, uh, you know, the, there's too much floral in that old Sully's for me. So, you know, just for my, my palate that I enjoy. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to go 15, 12, 18 O'Sully's. Okay. Okay. I was going to go O'Sully's 15, 18, 12. All right. So me and you are the same. You were a little off slightly. I'm a little off. And then you were the you were the you were the totally different the, yeah. the crazy man of the group, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> and there's nothing. And like I said, I thought they were all good. I didn't think that any of them like were like the greatest thing I've ever had. My big no. thing is is I don't know that the 18 years worth. What was the price point on that? Like 179 dollars, 169 dollars. The 18? Yeah, 160. So 160. The 15s were like 149. I don't know what the 12s cost. I got uh, my, I got 99. my, I got my, well, that 15, I got for 90. Okay. So that so was, 90. it was batch one. Okay. So 90. I was, the 12s are like 78. 75. Maybe. Okay. So I don't know that any of those are worth the money when you can get this for 12, for, for, for what, 59.99? Yeah, you, about 60. When you 70. could. Yeah. But you when you can't could. Get that yeah. Anymore. I know you can't get the fit, but it's it, still, but even yes. nonetheless, there's been a lot of single barrels that I've had that oh, have had just much flavor. Years of- yeah. But, that that is a fourteen year and some change, but yeah. my point is is that I don't know that any of those three are worth the juice isn't worth the squeeze in my humble opinion when you can get a standard even a standard single barrel at nine to ten years at you know one hundred twenty proof. And you can almost buy, like, say this one the fifteen you could buy two store picks for the fifteen price right or three for the eighteen I'd exactly. rather have three exactly yep I so. can understand that no so. no the twelve's good don't go wrong. But. I agree with you. It's good. It's just, it, I don't know. I'd rather try a store it. pick out. But the, to me, the 12, I mean, I, I, I would almost bet that you could probably put 90% of the store picks up, 9 to 10 years old, that it would be just as good as the 12 year old. That's not, not bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just my humble opinion. I well, agree. So, that's our review of these Knob Creek bottles. Um, looked like it was semi-unanimous. Not really, but three out of the four preferred, you know, the single barrel pick. Um, we have one odd guy out, which is okay. We're getting fingered out for it. <laughs> Special. <laughs> so, uh, but if you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Instagram, the Twitter, and Facebook. You can also email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. If you want to look for our podcast, you can find it on any of the podcast networks that you like, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, 
Pandora, Google Podcasts, Amazon, whatever you want to find, you can find us out there. We appreciate you listening. Make sure you hit the download button or the subscribe button if you're a YouTube fan. This is Scott, Jared, Nick, and Carl signing out. Peace.